we are here at the end of the world oh my god that's too real it's real that shit is real as fuck it's real as fuck like this hot cheeto in the mouth mm-hmm. like there's so much ladies and gentlemen on. we are coming at you live well not really live but mm-hmm. whenever you're listening to this we're live with you mm-hmm. in spirit if we're still alive and we're here to tell you that the first case of coronavirus is present in our community. Oh my god! Run for the hills! It's in the air, bitch. It's following you. It's right there with you. So the first case of corona has been confirmed in Alaska. Anchorage, Alaska. Anchorage, Alaska to be exact. How? Well, we just found out today. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Minutes. Yeah, minutes ago. Minutes ago. Um, we don't know much. Um, of course, we're scared. <laughs> we know it's here. We know it's here. So, if you don't hear from us in a few months. Because we're quarantined and she can't come here and I can't go there where she's at. Yeah. Yeah. We promise we'll try our best. I know we have a huge following. Huge. And we're trying. We're trying to think of ways that we can provide communication to you all. Mm-hmm. So I know that, you know, we have some good loyal fans. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We're also very scared. Story of my life. And that's why we're um, eating our feelings. Hot Cheetos. Drinking on some water, which is like liquid gold. Yeah. Because all the stores out here, you can only leave with two cases per transaction. Which is not a lot. It's not a lot. <sighs> it's not a lot. Not at all. I'm just in awe. Me too. I'm in awe and I'm shocked. Well, I'm in awe and I'm shocked and I'm shook. <laughs> I'm shaking. <laughs> 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 what the hell are we going to do if we have to be quarantined? If we have to be quarantined, we have to be quarantined. Like, I think it's ridiculous because some places <clears throat> are telling people, <clears throat> like, I know the university that we went to are telling people that um, has extended uh, spring break for students. Because we are in spring break. But their employees have to go back. Yeah. Which I think is crazy. Yeah. Well, that's what I heard. Now, I don't know if after this confirmed case, if it's still yeah going to be like that. I wonder how our community will react to, you know, this first case. When our governor came out yesterday and said that he has put in a state of emergency, the stores were crazy. Yeah. The stores were crazy. And now with this first case, mm-hmm. you know, people sending me pictures of Costco and what the hell it looks like. It, it's packed. Yeah. And it's not like we have other places to go. Like, we can't drive out of the state and go somewhere else. Because out of the state is Canada. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I don't even know. I've been having saying. anxiety attacks. I don't know. I've been talking to myself. I almost bought a gun. Another one. Oh my god. I can't do this anymore. I can't even travel back to my country. No one can travel. Disneyland. 
out of all places are closed are closed Disneyland yeah uh, like I said Disneyland the happiest place on earth is now closed it's now closed and that's like an epicenter for so many people well I'm using the word out of context I apologize I can't even talk anymore you know what I mean like I'm mess.com mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm I I'm you know <laughs> It's like you're so scared that you want to cry, but it's like it's humorous at the same time because it's, how yeah. can we let something that we can't see, we don't know how it's spreading, affect us the way it is right now? It's crazy. It's like it's taking over our lives. Like it's like you think. Like first of all, I I knew that we were gonna get a case. You know. Eventually, I knew. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that we actually. I am pretty surprised. I'm but, surprised, but you know, I was talking with you earlier about this, and it's like we had you know a big you know community events going on where it was like a bunch of people coming in mm-hmm. from out of state, you know, whatever from other parts of Alaska, which who knows where other people came from out of state to go there to mm-hmm. come here, you know, and anyway. It was like a pretty big community events that happened in the past two weeks. And it's like, it just makes you think like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Who else was infected? What if this person was there, you know? And what if they was also preparing for doomsday because they couldn't get a flight back home? Yeah. And they're in this grocery stores shopping and buying things to bring back to their hotel room. So that they're, they're safe. And of course. And they done, you know, that person that met that person, they done went home to Tom and Susie. Tom and Susie done went to school. Now Tom and Susie done affected their whole entire first grade, second grade, elementary school. You know, little Bob Joe went to high school. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. It's like. I'm scared. I'm sorry, you guys, if that's all we're talking about, but... What is there else to talk about? Yeah, what else can we talk about? <laughs> what else there is to talk about? I was prepared to read a journal entry for you. Mm. But, you know, I think this is going to make a few journal entries going forward. Girl, this is about to be a whole entire journal itself. <laughs> I'm going to be like, this was volume one. <laughs> volume this is two. volume one. <clears throat> oh, my God. You know, but... We found out, obviously, after our work day was over. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, throughout the day, there was a lot of funny memes going on and funny mm-hmm. stuff going on. I still find it funny. But I think that's just how I'm um, projecting mm-hmm. my my um, my horror. Mm-hmm. My scared feelings are just projecting into denial mm-hmm. and to calm yourself down yeah to calm myself down because mm-hmm. you can't help it like okay if it's bound to happen it's bound to happen what Shit. what the hell am i gonna do about it yeah i clean my i clean my desk with lysol wipes <clears throat> wash my hands thank god i have a sink in my office so i wash my hands pretty regularly mm-hmm. i avoid shaking hands you know but you never know because i work in such a public place mm-hmm. there's still people coming in who knows, you know, what they were exposed to or what, you know, but I know that I'm at least doing my part. Yeah. Yeah. To do your best to stay healthy. Yeah, to do th- my best. 
But who's to say that these people didn't yeah. and still got sick? Yeah, you know? that's true. And they, like, you know, they, they touch somewhere that I don't clean or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just going to put it out. I'm like you. Like, I thought the memes were funny. A lot of the memes were like, niggas ain't getting this. <laughs> like, the uh, coronavirus ain't coming to the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of those memes, I thought that was funny. Yeah. And, like, I like I started to believe some of them. Yeah. So, I Googled the demographic of people who are getting... Um, the virus. The virus. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I couldn't find the race or anything like that. They were mostly, like, gender and age. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, oh, well, maybe... Maybe we not getting it, especially after like Tom Hanks and his wife guys. Like, well, maybe it's not like a, I don't know. Because yeah. if you look at the map of where it is in the world, um, Mexico or South America, very little cases. Yeah. Africa, very little cases. And I was like, oh, maybe we not getting this. And then the NBA comes. Yeah. And then two black men has, you know, basketball players have it. And I was like, wait a minute. We get in this. Yeah. We get in this. Damn. So I'm like, and I was like, how stupid of me thinking that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, um, what is it called again? Uh, Corona is like, oh, nigga? Oh, we don't want you. Skip. How naive. How stupid of me. You know, but it's like, you, like I had to do something to make myself believe something because it was just like my anxiety was through the roof. I was afraid. I was like, I don't even know if I want to go to work. But then again, for me, I have to work, mm-hmm. you know, pay bills and all that other stuff like that. Because sucking dick ain't getting me nowhere. Um, it hasn't. Um, so, I'm like, <laughs> like, how the, how the fuck? Yeah. How the fuck, like, I don't even know. I don't even know. Did it come in on, I don't even know. I don't even want to stress about it. But I know it'll come out in the next few hours where, like, this person was and stuff. And mm-hmm. and from there, obviously, more people will come I want to know where that person traveled from. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to get too into it because maybe we're just hearing hearsay, you know. But mm-hmm. um, The I, governor said it, though. And I hope he's not up there on the podium talking about, shit, I was at Target picking up some hand sanitizer. And I heard we may have a case. So I hope it's like a, I hope if he's saying it. It's a confirmed case. You know I, mean, what I mean, yeah, that's that's what that's what we're hearing. But I'm saying, like, it, you know, what it says in the news case, and it just came out. I hope that you know it kind of gets we get more details, or I guess more facts, because right now people are obviously taking it way out of proportion. And absolutely, you know, so I I think it's better to just wait and see where this is gonna come. Absolutely, come from or come to. I think I fear for our. Um, homeless population definitely, especially like shelters. Yeah, like it's like a hundred people in one room. Especially in Alaska, a lot of them are older. Yeah, like they're not young. They're older. They may experience mental disabilities. Um, they may experience other ailments. Um, but they're more susceptible to getting it yeah especially like if they don't have health insurance health coverage Mm -hmm. whatever it may be like 
you know, you may just think it's just the flu. And if that's another thing, and if they live out, you know, outside or, you know, in places that they don't have heat, they're probably used to those kind of symptoms. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Runny nose. Yeah. Shortness of breath. But that's another thing. Health insurance. Can you imagine someone getting coronavirus? Who and I'm pretty sure it's it's happened. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't have health insurance? Yeah, the what that okay. hospital bill is going to look like. Mm-hmm. So not only are you in there fighting for your life, you're Yo, so many so much anxiety comes with that because you're missing work. You're missing work. You may not have money to pay for this bill. You may have exposed your family to it and others, like, which in many cases are not covered by health insurance. Exactly. Like, I can't... Another reason we need uh, universal health care. Bernie. Um, take that to the higher-ups and tell them what the fuck I said. <laughs> For real. Because it's, it's just not fair. Because every time oh, I think about you... But anyway, I guess moving on. Moving on to something. Something else. <sighs> what else did talk about? <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about now that our life is going to end? Right? Well, whoa. I hope not. Well, my social life will fucking end because I'm going to be inside all day. Mm. You thought I was calling me. FaceTiming. Mm. I ain't never doing that. Damn. Where are you going through half of the bag of hot Cheetos? We're just eating it. My feelings. I'm sorry that we were crunching in your ear, y'all. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is just coming out of nervousness. Yeah. Anxiety. But they were damn good. They were. They're the lime ones? They're the lime ones. Hot Cheetos. Fire. Damn. I'm sorry. Shouldn't I have not done that? What do you mean? Lick my fingers. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the fucking coronavirus. (laughs) Yeah. So I came in. So yesterday, after I got off work, um, I, I came into my apartment, and I usually have like a like gum like somewhere on the stand, which is that gum that you see over there. I have gum on a stand, like so. As soon as you walk through the door, there's like a little stand, and I put my keys and I put like anything else that I want to grab. And I forgot to grab my gum that morning, but I remember that I left it on that stand. So I came in. I'm already stressed out about, and this happened yesterday. I'm already stressed out about. Our um, governors uh, issuing a state of emergency because of the corona. That was yesterday. That was yesterday. Yeah. Yep. I'm already nervous about that, and when it, every time I get nervous, like I have to choose something. So I'm in my office, and I'm just like, <sighs> like I remember where I left my gum. Is at home. As soon as I get home, I'm gonna eat a piece of gum. So I come in the house, and I grab the piece of gum, and I th- like um, I touch it with my hand, and I throw it in my mouth, and I start chewing, and then I stop chewing, and I'm like, I didn't wash my hands. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god you know immediately in my mind my mind was like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> you're gonna die that's exactly how i felt you're that's exactly die. how i felt you're gonna die for that <laughs> i can't believe that and i was so scared i was so scared because i was like oh my god like i was trying to remember everything that i touched that day i was trying to remember like how many times i washed my hands does it ever happen to you like when you when you don't wash your hands for like a few hours and then you like you feel how heavy they are because yeah, they're gritty so- dirty yeah mm-hmm. 
like that's how I felt just driving. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And it's like I touch my keys, and it's like everything's uh, nasty. Everything's nasty because they feel heavy with like dirt, and I can see the dirt. Obviously, not real, but mm-hmm. it's like I can feel it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like when somebody doesn't happen. brush their teeth for a long time, yeah, and then they drink like a yeah. like a juice with color in it, and then it stains their Ew, teeth. <laughs> nasty. That's nasty. I feel like nasty. we live the same life. To know that. <laughs> I've seen people do it. I've seen, like, especially like little kids. Yeah, and it's like, oh motherfucker, you did not brush your teeth right. Yeah, that's sick. You did not brush your Ew. teeth. Ew, right. or when like when you can see the gunk yeah. on there. Oh, yeah. God. It's like yeah. years of cleaning. Another reason for universal health care. Uh, yeah. Shit. But I guess moving on to lighter things. We talked about our journals. We did talk about our journals. Talked about our journals. Um, And talked about sharing things in our journals. Yeah. So I guess we could kind of do that. Because I'm hoping... So I guess a little backstory why we both started journaling. Yeah. You want to do that? So for me... Backstory as to why I started journaling. Yes. I I felt like there was nothing like I like like after graduating college, I felt like I had nothing like um like no one to talk to. Let me not say nothing. I felt like I had no one to talk to, and like you realize after you graduate college and get a job, you know that's the same thing that all of your friends are doing. So no one really has the time to like hang out with you or like really sit down and talk to you. And so I felt like I had all this pent up emotion, all this pent up, um, these feelings. And I wasn't able to talk to anyone to help me resolve like how I felt, what was going through my mind. And I really felt like I was like losing it. And so I remember um, like years ago, I bought a journal, like this cute little journal from, um, Claire's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> this cute little journal from Barnes and Nobles. Mm-hmm. It was quite a bit of money. And I was like, I'm going to journal. I'm going to journal, but never did. And I found that journal and I started journaling and it really helped me relieve a lot of pent up emotions, a lot of just different things. Cause like, I would write something out, you know, about my day or how I felt, and I felt relieved, like, you know, so it really helped me with that. It helped me <clears throat> vent. It helped me um, reflect on situations yeah. that I was going through, um, and it kind of helped me be able to counsel myself better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But why did you start journaling? So I started journaling when I was pretty young. I think around the third grade I started journaling. Um, And... Yeah, I started journaling um, when I was in the third grade. I had just moved here from Mexico. And, um, yeah, it just, like, helped me kind of keep a note of what I did every day. Mm -hmm. Not so much on reflecting, but... um, It was really, I just remember it being, like, very nostalgic when I would look back Mm -hmm. and think, like, like, Okay, definitions. Like, as a a third grader and then being, like, a fourth grader and looking back and being, like, wow, I really felt that. Or, like, I did this this day, you know. Um, And it was, it just felt good. 
And I think one day I got like shamed for doing that. So then I stopped mm -hmm. and I didn't pick it up until um, maybe like a year ago. Mm -hmm. Well, actually two years ago, I would try it, but it wouldn't really stick around. Mm -hmm. And I think it wasn't until um, earlier this year, like um, January when I picked it up again. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same, like you're saying, it just like, it really helps you reflect because I feel like when I was younger, it would help me like think like, oh, I did this this day, whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you're older, you kind of think of it like, okay, like it's helping me talk myself out of situations, talk myself into new situations. You know what I mean? Like it helps you think of think of things differently. Mm -hmm. So for example, like, I don't know, like relationships with friends, relationships with my boyfriend or, you know, certain situations that happened at work, certain situations that happened in my like family life, that kind of thing. So I feel like it's something that really helps me feel lighter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't help me. It, it doesn't, sorry, it doesn't make me feel like as worried as before because I am a worry wart. Mm -hmm. And I tend to overthink, of course, and stress myself out. And of course, that affects, you know, like my health, you know, like with mm -hmm. headaches and tension on my back or whatever it may be. And so I feel like ever since I started writing consistently, um, I've noticed like a more positive outlook on myself um but yeah it's something that I think I'll continue doing and I think it's like fun doing it it's something that I like f look forward to you know mm -hmm. like like the other day I I have I have um like a smaller um notebook not mm -hmm. as nice and cute as yours mm. but it's smaller and um I buy like I use like different colors every day just like to help it spice it up you mm -hmm. know it's it's fun. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I think that piece of like feeling shame mm -hmm. um, with having a journal really like for the longest time, that's the reason why I never journaled. Yeah. Because it was like, it's something that you don't want people to find and read. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, being a child, having your own room and stuff like that, but you know, you're your parents may come in and, you know, snoop around and, you know, just thinking about it, you know, as a kid, like even when I would write things like on pieces of paper, cause I, I used to like to write things and mm -hmm. stuff like that on pieces of paper. Like I would mm -hmm. always be afraid to, for it to be found yeah. by my, my parent, yeah. you know, because I'd be like, Oh my God, like what, what, what would they think if, right. they, saw, if they knew that this is what I was thinking yeah, or yeah, yeah. anything like that. So yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Or if that happened, mm -hmm. if they ever did pick up that piece of paper, if they ever picked up that journal, if, mm -hmm. and if they read through it, and if they use that against you, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's like, horrible, horrible, yeah. horrible. And I, and I, um, And it's also I like, if it's like a evasion, not saying... Invasion of privacy. Invasion of pri privacy, but not saying mm -hmm. that, um... It's wrong because, you know, it's important to know what your p children are thinking. Like, sometimes I think about, like, oh, if my child had a diary and they wasn't really telling me much, would I pick it up and read it mm -hmm. or anything like that? And knowing me, I probably would. <laughs> but, of course, not use it against them. No. But really just trying to figure out, like, where their minds are at that time. Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, growing up, you know, my parent didn't necessarily have that skill with uh just trying to understand 
Yeah. You know, or giving me a chance to explain myself, like, why I wrote this. Exactly. Or, so, Using like, I knew that w- it wouldn't even be a conversation. Yeah. Like, the fuck is this? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, or, and like you said, using it against me and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And making me feel like it's weird. Yeah, and yeah. things like that. So, yeah, yeah, that I, was another reason why I didn't start journaling early, or that was a, a fear. Yeah, so I completely that I resonate with what you say when, you know, you you say that you know feeling shame. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was shamed, and it wasn't by a parent, but I know that she had read it before. Mm-hmm. Um, it was by you know a family member who had read through my stuff and then used it against me. Right. And so, like as a young kid, that's just something that you just feel so self conscious about. Yeah. That you wish that that never happened, you know, that you wish that nobody had ever read that. Because it does feel like kind of like it hurt, you yeah. know, like feeling feeling that way. Because you feel weird. You definitely, you feel weird. You feel like, like, um, targeted. Yeah. You or know? Like something's wrong with you and yeah, I'm like never you're doing weird. that again. Yeah, 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 yeah. It It's, I'm so glad I'm not, I didn't stay with that shame, you know. Because yeah. I feel like I've been writing for a long time, but not consistently as to what I'm doing now, so it's it's been really helpful, and I'm glad I didn't let that experience ruin mm-hmm. or kind of, like, block me from this. Yeah. So we're going to share with you a f- couple of stories or a story out of our journal, just kind of, like, why we wrote it, and just kind of do that reflection piece mm-hmm. on, um, you know, where was our mind when we were writing it, and how do we look at it now? So we're going to come back with some stories. Um from our journals stay tuned listen to this commercial <laughs> we are sponsored by <laughs> fucking with you we ain't sponsored by nothing <laughs> so i guess i'll do my journal first so uh something that i wrote in my journal um uh let's see the day uh january 14 2020 i wrote about the breakfast club interview with um will smith and martin lawrence and they talked about something that really resonated with me, which was people live two lives. The lives that they, um, they live two lives. The first one is they live, um, the life that they live is the life that, um, that helps them survive. Mm-hmm. So like working, waking up, working, anything that allows them to survive and function. Mm-hmm. And then the second life is usually their dreams. Mm. But we focus so much on surviving and living, we tend to smother that second life, which is our dreams, our inspirations, you know, doing things that motivates us, Mm -hmm. you know, doing things that we're passionate about. And I wrote about that. And I wrote about how, like... How, how real that was. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember growing up, like, I wanted to be an actress. Um, I wanted to be, you know, on TV. I wanted to be seen. Yeah. Like, I wanted to, you know, of course, be rich and famous. You know, <laughs> everything that comes with it. Um, stalking. I'm stalking, you know. <laughs> Get out of my yard! Get out of my yard! <laughs> like, I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> Stop following me! Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Will I ever be allowed? <laughs> Can I take a picture with you? No, not today. Mm-hmm. Your sex tape gets leaked. <laughs> right, my sex tape gets leaked. <laughs> um, I, I I appear on Red Table Talk crying. Yeah. <laughs> about my sex tape being leaked. So, um, but yeah, that really resonated with me because, like I said, I wanted to be like, 
you know, like any other kid, you mm-hmm. know, famous and you um you know, but really go to like acting school, learn how to you learn learn the craft and all that stuff like that. Yeah. But you know, along the way, you know, that that stuff gets pushed aside. Mm-hmm. You know, that stuff gets basically erased and smothered. Yeah. Or smothered and erased. Because <laughs> first it's like, okay, I have to suppress these feelings. I have to, you know, um, you know, I told this person they may have laughed or I told my, my parents that mm-hmm. I wanted to go to this school because of this and mm-hmm. they may not have had the money to do so yeah. or anything like that. And it's just like, you become like a worker ant. Mm-hmm. Like, you just do whatever you need to do to help the colony mm-hmm. you know like um which is go to school get a job pay your bills help your family yeah which is not a bad thing but everything else that you may have been pi- passionate about gets smothered and mm-hmm. pushed aside mm-hmm. and so i told myself after i got done you know writing that um the last piece was um, I told myself that I'll stop doing that or I do my best to stop doing that. Oh, okay. And um, do my best to, you know, relive. You know, my dreams may not be the same, mm-hmm. but start doing things that I enjoy, mm-hmm. that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So that was something I wrote about in my um, previous journal. Mm-hmm. Well, not my previous journal entry, but on January 14th. How did it feel like um, writing about that? Oh, thank you so much for asking me that, Oprah. But um, it felt, it felt, it felt, um, I felt like I got it off my chest. Like I felt like, um, I felt free almost. Like, like um, I was able to like reflect on my feelings mm-hmm. and reflect on um, what I wasn't doing, yeah, and how that was making me sad, mm-hmm. or you know, contributing to my depression that I was, you know, may have been suffering, was suffering. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like. You know, if I'm feeling like this because I'm feeling unaccomplished, I'm feeling like unmotivated and unhappy where I am in my life, what is there, what what can I do to not feel like this anymore? And one of those things was, you know, start living your your truth. Start living that second life they were talking about. Mm -hmm. Start living and doing things that makes you happy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of what I got from Mm -hmm. it. Kind of makes you realize like how short life is, and yeah. if you're not living your true, your true self, your true life, you know, it's what like, are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. 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 Wow. I like that. Yeah. Have you written more entries about um, relating to this? Or no, I think the uh, I wrote it, and then like I said, I usually go back like a week or later. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, that was the only journal entry that I'd never reflected on until just oh, now. Oh, okay. So, yeah. real-time reflection, you guys. Yeah, live but, time. So, I, I I usually go back and reflect. So, just reflecting on it, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. I think I'm taking steps into mm-hmm. living that second life yeah. that I want to live. Yeah. I bought a sewing machine. You know, I'm doing my best to learn more about sewing and embroidery and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. 
patchwork. Wow. Mm -hmm. I love that. Because when you do it, you do it real big. Well, you, you'll get, you're going to have to tell us more about um, how your journey, your creative side comes out yeah. as you discover it. I'm about, about to find out because we're about to be quarantined for the next. That's true. <laughs> we're going to have enough time to work have on that. enough time. By, by the time quarantine is over, I'm sure you'll have your own clothes I'm by then. I'm going to have a whole line. You're going to have your whole line <laughs> <Bad> on Etsy. <laughs> 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 I really am. I really am. But tell us about um um so I think a recent uh journal entry that um I think was pretty big for me was probably over the weekend um or maybe sometime last week. I don't have the date with me right now, but um I was looking through um an old like um old place where I used to write a lot of my um, feelings down mm -hmm. and it was just like not so much to reflect but it was like one or two sentences here and there mm -hmm. it's like an old place where I recently had access to and um, I was reading because I I wrote this when I felt really really depressed and really really bad and it was all in relating to a relationship that I used to have so I was reading this and this relationship ended so badly um you know the person that's involved doesn't talk to me anymore and you know I, I went through like a very dark place you know um thinking about this person and just kind of like involved with them it, it was it was a mess it mm -hmm. was a really big mess and so I probably wrote on this pl place for like I want to say, like, it, it was in 2014, and it was from, like, maybe August all the way to, like, October. So it's, like, I was, re I was writing about it when I was, like, so, like, deep in infatuation, mm -hmm. love with this person. And it kind of, like, transitioned to, like, very dark feelings and very hateful feelings and about very angry feelings towards this individual, towards myself, towards life itself. Like, mm -hmm. just reading about it, it made me feel, read, like, f literally reading about what I had wrote down, it made me feel so sad mm -hmm. for the person that I used to be. Because mm -hmm. I remember feeling, like obviously depressed but just like hopeless mm -hmm. you know like I, I didn't care what happened I didn't care what you know what was gonna come from whatever that relationship was I was like I'm like fucked you yeah. know what I mean like I, I don't care for anything coming up like it doesn't matter to me anymore and and like so reading that and just like thinking of myself you know five ish years later mm -hmm. how happy i am now not so much like of course with myself but just in this relationship that i have with my boyfriend mm -hmm. where you know he he shows me like unconditional love and um you know he's like corny and stuff but i mm -hmm. love him yeah you love the corny. you know yeah. and 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 it's like i never in my life thought that i was gonna be there Mm -hmm. while I was thinking those really dark feelings. Mm -hmm. I never thought that I was worthy of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I never thought that I deserved it because I was treated so bad. Mm -hmm. And even, like, reading things, I would say things like horrible things. Mm 
about yourself or about, about myself about the person you know mm -hmm. but that's that's like kind of like the negativity that's there mm -hmm. you know so it's like it kind of like makes you think like that's how i thought of everything mm -hmm. if i thought about my, myself that way mm -hmm. and so yeah it just like it the 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 um the reflection that i had um on this specific day was in regards to you know just reading back to those messages and just feeling so sad for myself mm-hmm feeling so like like i wish i could give myself a hug mm -hmm. so i wrote myself a letter to the girl that i used to be mm -hmm. and it just made me feel like very like like i had closure you know and it's okay if i didn't have it with this particular person but i had it you know with myself and it felt very like wholesome if that makes sense mm -hmm. you know it felt like wow like you're worthy you're you're light you're strong you know it was very like reaffirming um to look back and to think like i've come such a long way emotionally mm -hmm. because i i never thought that i would be where i am now yeah yeah wow that's deep it was big yeah it was a really big moment for me yeah yeah how was that like uh how was that emotion like, what, like how was that emotion behind that what do you mean like the like what I had written down. Yeah, like how did that make you feel? It made me feel so sad. Sad, but it didn't make you feel like I'm no longer that girl. Like no, I'm yeah, like, of course. It, like it, it, it was almost freeing. like it was almost like when where was I when I wrote this? Like mm -hmm. I don't remember feeling that way. Mm -hmm. Looking back, it's like okay, like I know I felt sad, but I didn't know I felt this way. Mm -hmm. And of course, it like it makes you it made me like reevaluate everything and just think like wow like i'm so grateful mm -hmm. and i'm so like i'm so thankful for like the the mindset i have now mm -hmm. you know what i mean because who knows what would have happened if i kept listening to that like inner voice that mm -hmm. was so at the time so loud mm -hmm. you know and so like negative and so um um and so yeah negative but of course it felt freeing and like i said it felt good to have that closure because it did feel like closure to me yeah not so much with that person obviously because of those feelings but it felt like freeing to know that within myself i have peace mm -hmm. to that person i used to be mm -hmm. i'm no longer her i'm no longer her mm -hmm. you know and it's like i'm a new uh, yeah i i'm a new i'm a new person because it's like it, it felt like it was things that just had to be said yeah they, they just had to be said and um nobody was gonna say them to me but myself right you know because i was the only one that went through this with this person and i was the only one that like knows how i felt then mm -hmm. so yeah how this person made you feel how yeah how that person made me feel because it was it was a mess yeah a mess yeah, that was a good one. I I like reflecting on past journal entries. Yeah, we may do it maybe a seg uh, segment. We should so. do a segment of it. Yeah, let yeah. us know what you guys think. You guys never email us, but we. <laughs> you guys actually email us all the time, and we can't fucking stand it because it's fucking annoying. I'm just joking. You guys don't email us enough. You guys give us a few things, but not enough. But. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to we say that. We do have we, some listener uh, yeah. letters. Sorry for everybody involved. Yes. Um, so we do have a listening letter. Um, I'm sorry I overlooked this. Um, and please remember, hit us at Ask the Mental Marathon 
at gmail.com. And we also have um, an Instagram mental um, mental marathon on Instagram. What is this called? Underscore. Mental underscore marathon. That's where you can find us at. Um, please be patient with us. We will have more posts for you. Please and more feel things to share. Yes, please feel free to send us questions in our messages yeah, um, as well. Please DM us because mm-hmm. uh, it goes down where? In the DM. In the DM. In the DM. Okay, so we have a listening letter. This was um, from last week. Um, it says, hey, Mental Marathon, my best friend just came to live with me um, because she's currently going through some hardships. Um, my ex is a mechanic. Oh, my ex is my mechanic. Sorry. And he comes over often because I have a shitty car. The last time he came over, he sparked up a conversation with my best friend and I noticed she was flirting with him. Long story short, the bitch asked if it was okay if they dated. What would you do if your friend asked permission to date your ex? Wow. I'm in shock. Wow. Bitch, you're already going through hardship. Why are you looking for a man? Wow. <laughs> That's true. I'm joking. Maybe maybe I shouldn't be Maybe that she attracts that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm being judgy. I'm being fucking judgy. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like... Oh, like honestly, if my best friend asked me to date my ex, I would probably be like, "Sure, um, go ahead. Um, just let him know that uh, I want your stuff moved out by five. Damn, like that. <laughs> I don't really know how I would feel. I mean, I would like to say I wouldn't care, right? Because I mean. You know, been there, done that, go ahead, do what you want to do. Um, but also, I don't know. Because, okay, so you have two, I don't know, I think it's too close. I think it's too close as well. I, I, I personally, I don't know how I would feel. I mean, first of all, um, props to your friend for actually coming up to you and asking if it was okay true because she didn't have to do that because she didn't have to do that she didn't i mean out of respect and off a gp she did and also out of respect you know you know being a grown woman or whatever age you might be um we're not judging we're not judging um she didn't have to do that she yeah she did she really didn't she could have been messy and she could have been messing around with this guy for months yeah and you wouldn't find out until i don't know she had some sort of he cuts your brakes oh my god that's evil (laughs) let's hope he's um a nice guy yeah you know okay so although you said date i know a lot of people get confused with date and fucking we can only assume she won't tell us. Right. I would probably go back and ask my friend, like, girl, do you mean, like, date, date? Like, date, date? Uh-huh. Or fuck? What's the difference, though? Like, how... I, to because me, it's the dating, same. dating, you're on a whole nother level with that person, right? Like, like if you're just fucking, you're really not trying to stick around and have a conversation. Why does your fucking sound so, like... Fucking. Wow. That sounds, like, nasty. Because it is. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if you just fucking, 
And then I don't have to worry about you guys pillow talking, right? Yeah, like, I don't have true. to worry about you guys, um, you know, you saying that she's better than me or, like, weird stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to worry about all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. If you're just fucking because you, you just, you know. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, like, it done. you're talking about, like, emotional things yeah. in there. Because yeah. that, that can be deep. Yeah. Because if if this is your ex, I don't know how long you guys dated. True. You know, if you guys dated for years, you know, please, when you guys send your emails, I I know you guys just want to get it done and type it out. But please be descriptive as possible. Um, she I don't loves know how, the details. Yeah. I don't know if you guys um, dated for X amount of years because that's a different story. Or if you guys dated for X amount of months because that's a different story. Because months... We were just going on dates. We wasn't really a couple. It wasn't a, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're just scoping each other out. Years, you know, we're committed to each other. We're, you know, we're in the, we're, we're hopefully in this for the long run. Yeah. So, that's one. Um, but I would, pro I would feel a way. But I would also respect the fact that she came up to me. And like I said, I will also want to know do they want to date? Does she want to date, date him? Or does she just want to fuck him? Because if she just wants to fuck him, fine. You know? Fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But date, and depending on how long you dated him, because then it gets messy. Yeah. Right? Then you could end up, oh, I can't believe he cheated on me. Uh, did he do this with you? Did he do this with you? You know what I mean? And then you don't know what type of dude he is. Like, you don't know if he's prying information from your friend who's living with you if he just wants to know what's going on in your life you know what i mean it gets yeah. real sticky yeah you know um but what about you well i like i said i feel like it's very considerate of her to ask her like what she thinks about the situation mm -hmm. um maybe it sounds it sounds like they're pretty good friends if she like went out of her way and asked because mm -hmm. oh, they're been... comfortable with each other yeah comfortable with each other exactly um, me personally, though, I think it's too uncomfortable, mm -hmm. especially because it's two people that you were close to at one point, one that you probably still are, the other one that you were close to at one, at one point. But I also, no offense to this listener who sent this in, but why's your extra mechanic? Oh, well, maybe it's cheap. She said she has a shitty car. I mean, she could get another one. Mm, sure. I'm just saying, like, once people are out of my life, they're out of my life. Facts. You know, like, what's the point of, like... Fucking facts. It's like having, like, a... Like, um... Like, dragging something on. For why? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It makes mm -hmm. no sense. Facts. But anyway, this is your situation, so I'm telling you right now, get out of it. I think you need to cut out this guy from your life if they end up dating good for them but kick her out mm. you know what i mean because then you're gonna see them together and god forbid they turn into something amazing and they they're happy together mm -hmm. which you know good for them really but seriously like think to yourself how would you feel you know mm -hmm. i would i would hate it mm -hmm. it would be hell every day especially seeing them in my place place where i'm paying rent you know what i mean true and well, they're here we don't know if she's if the friend's also helping Oh, well, I mean, if I you're guess on I'm hardship. Assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming because if it's hardship, then what's the you biggest one shit. is financial one. You're right. You ain't got shit. Yeah. Why are you here? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, why are you? I don't know. Like, I, I would feel like he shouldn't be invited in my space. 
And yeah, maybe, I think there, was, there should be rules. Yeah, I think so too. I think that, you know, they should probably sit down and have a conversation and be like, okay, well, if this is going to go on, this is what I'm going to need from you as my friend. Mm-hmm. And she should understand that if she was, you know, that um, attentive to coming up to her and communicating with her, hey, just so you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel this type of way or mm-hmm. whatever. Do you think it matters how long um, they date it? Um... I think it does. Mm-hmm. Like, if they were together for two months, that's not a, a lot to be like. It's like a dip in the pool. Yeah, it's <laughs> not much. Just experimenting. Mm-hmm. But if it was, like, four years, that's, like, that's pretty serious. Yeah. yeah. Very I say, serious. I would say no if it's four years. Like, if I dated somebody for years or a year, I would be like, no. No. Absolutely no. <sighs> Just thinking about this situation gives me anxiety. I can't. I can't imagine being in that situation. Girl, do what's good for your mental health. Do what's good for your mental health. If you feel like, if you feel a weight on your chest, get get them from a fu- the fuck around you. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. If you feel a weight on your fucking chest. Seriously. Get them the fuck around from from around you, because, I mean. Yeah. I honestly have never been in the situation. And That's your best friend. So if y'all dated for, if you and this guy dated for a long time, the person that you vented to was her. Yeah. But now it's like, I don't know. Like, I feel so sorry for you wherever you are. I know yeah. your heart is hurting and you're in pain. And yeah. I can't imagine what you're going through, truly, honestly, especially if your ex was a mechanic, because that must have sucked. Because yeah. he, he probably was a really good help. Yeah. I'm so sorry wherever you are. Yeah. I mean, do what's best for you. If you yeah. feel like that was some bullshit, then, you know, talk to your friend and just be like, listen, I don't think it's good for me. Yeah. And if you're like, man, fuck that dude. I wasn't really feeling him anyway. Make sure you come up, like what Maria said, with some, some rules and boundaries yeah. of what's acceptable, what's not. Because you will not be fucking in my house while I'm paying rent. Yeah. That you should be looking for a job instead of going on dates, bitch. Yeah. I, I, um, yeah, I really, I, I really feel for you writing to us. And I appreciate you thinking of us to write to us. I know, I do. Because, um, that probably, this probably means a lot to you. And although we are joking, we want you to get, get it the fuck together. Yeah, yeah. Because you deserve it. And that may mean cutting somebody the fuck off. Either or. It's hard, but, you know. But... This concludes our Mental Marathon podcast. Please, if you have any other questions, anything that you may need, life advice, um, home remedies, weed fixes it all. Um, we're here. <laughs> we're here. Uh, remember, go go to our, or email us at askmentalmarathon at gmail.com and follow us at mental underscore marathon on instagram we're here for you guys we're here for you guys love you guys and we stay out strong. stay safe y'all stay strong wash, wash your, your hands, hands wash your ass <laughs> please wash your ass put lotion on please, please i beg after you, you please, wash your hands please put lotion on nasty please please you don't want to be crusty and remember life is a motherfucking marathon and if you don't run it No one else will. No one else will. (laughs) No one fucking else will.